0: Are you ready, kids? Hi, hi, Captain! Look at the short. I'm the captain now.
1: Welcome to the Supercoach Co Captains Podcast. Hello, and welcome to another episode of. I'm on your host, Dano. And with me, as always, we have Pado. Welcome, Pado.
0: Yes. Hello, Dano. Hello, listeners. Into Supercoach Finals. So, hopefully, you've got some trades left and we'll talk you through how to get through
1: it. Fuck yeah. We're having technical difficulties tonight. So, if it goes a bit scratchy or whatever, I apologize. My internet is fucking whack. But anyway, let's go on to the group winner for last week, Pado. And it was Nathan who had. The team name Blackest Caviar. Nice with the score of 2,470.
0: Who do you have? Had uh, Sinclair, Sinclair and May in defense with, in a week that not many defenders did any good. Um, yeah, Jack Steele, captain, which was always a great option against yep. the Eagles. Um, had Took, Merritt, and Neil as well, who all went big, as we mentioned last week. Uh, Bontempelli up forward, who's just fucking slaying at the moment. Um and 2470 sounds like a pretty low score for a what round 19 um score in Supercoach but it's actually a really good score um, considering how much of a down week it was so great job Nathan
1: yeah now let's go through injuries cuz it's fucked uh first one's Georgie Hewitt with his back we don't know when the fuck he's coming
0: back from the
1: back oh. Uh...
0: yeah um ratten mentioned no sorry Voss ratten doesn't coach Carlton anymore um Voss mentioned that he is a chance to play. Um, I don't know why they're asking him on a Monday because he would have no idea um, because with a back, you just see how it goes. Um, it's worth noting, though, that George Hewitt has had a history of disc issues in his back. Um, I think he missed 10 games for Sydney um, a few years ago with a back injury. So I, it's probably in a little bit of doubt to make the, the trip to Adelaide. I hope I'm wrong, though, because that would throw out your first week of SuperCoach finals. And I don't want to be wasting a trade on getting rid of him. So mm. we'll keep our fingers crossed on that one.
1: Yeah. We have Sammy Walsh next, uh, rolled his ankle, came back on, played out the game. He was still good, but anyway, wait for news. You reckon Pato, uh, for him?
0: Yeah. They say a rolled ankle, but these can easily turn into the old Cindy Moses. And, um, he's had a Cindy this year. I think he had a Cindy last year as well, Dano in preseason, maybe. So someone that has bad ankles, um, yeah, wait for news on the test results. They'll come through either tonight or um, Tuesday morning, which is tomorrow from when we're recording. And hopefully not a bad one because it's another one that you just don't want before Supercoach finals.
1: Yeah, we got Nat Fife with his hammy. Um, unknown severity, but as we talk right now, I get a notification, Pato, saying that Frio actually reckons that it might only be a one weeker.
0: Oh, there's I thought it
1: would be about three, but maybe they're
0: trying to rush him back. Uh, Anyway, thoughts? No, no, no. Didn't he miss eight weeks with a hamstring at the start of the year? Dano? Or was it a back or like. I can't remember. No. There's no. That's like when Richmond came out and said Daniel Presti was only going to miss miss a week with his hamstring earlier this year. And he ended up missing, I think, three or four. Um, No chance. He's cooked. Um, If for whatever reason you brought in that five, um, yeah, you shouldn't have. Anyway. Tasty for next season. Tasty for next season. Oh, We've got Dan Houston yeah. next with concussion.
1: One weaker. Yeah. Mandatory.
0: Yeah, failed a concussion test. So he is gone for the first week of finals. And there's a few, I don't want to say popular, but there's a few guys at what might be in a, quite a few teams um, that will miss this week out of everyone's back lines. So it's a bit of carnage happening, don't it? Mason
1: Redmond, one of them, internal bruising what the fuck? I knew we got subbed out early. Um, anyway, we don't know what the fuck's going on there. Um, yeah, had a really big hit, but he's yeah. in hospital
0: tonight, so that's pretty serious.
1: Yeah, fucking huge POD levels, and he gets creamed. Um. Anyway, Patrick Dangerfield, the next one, Pato.
0: Yeah, I didn't quite get to the bottom of what the injury was, um, but it was reported this morning, I saw on Twitter, that... Um, he went in for scans today. Um you'd probably assume it's probably that calf that oh, that had... I've got
1: I've got it, Pato. I found it. Oh here. yeah. So he's got uh scans uh because apparently he's got a sand grad, like granule lodged in his vagina.
0: Right. Okay. So that that makes <laughs> so that I makes a lot of sense up. then. It couldn't help us. Um out. and anyone that jumped on him, I do apologize.
1: Hey, you said it was at their own risk or whatever, but Anyway. I did. And
0: and if it makes anyone that did jump on him feel any better, I brought him into my RDT team as an M9, um, using all of my trades in doing so. And he was my cover this week for who missed this week out of my midfield in RDT. Who cares? But I had him on field for his 30-odd. So um, I don't really care about uh, my RDT that much um, compared to my super coach team, but yeah, not good. So he's, he's yep. cooked. Daniel Rich concussion one week mandatory. Yeah, I don't know how you get a concussion when you play bruise free footy, but it, somehow it happened. So <laughs> another one that's um, it, this is if you have Daniel Rich, it's probably actually your your chance to flick him off and just be done with it because well, you missed two with a hamstring, now he's concussed. You you got you got to jump off now if you're going into Super Coach Finals. I, I'm just going to bring
1: something up here. Uh, last week. I had my trade for Lockie Whitfield because I'm like, I can't, because Hewitt was out and I'm like, I can't cop a donut. So I traded Lockie Whitfield and it was going to be between Rich and Boston.
0: Oh, no. oh, no. And I went Boston. Until he does a me this week.
1: Yeah, well, shit, shit happens. But I didn't want to cop another donut heading into finals and I wanted to secure top four. So. And Boston yeah. scored well,
0: so I'm hoping yeah, you did I was,
1: that. I was fucking happy. I was very happy. I'm like, Boston did in one week, but I fucking wanted Whitfield to do all season. Mm. <laughs> Adam is our next one. Calf, tissue paper, wait and see, yeah?
0: Yeah, another soft tissue. Um, and, and apparently he's been managing it for a couple of weeks. A calf with someone with his soft tissue history. Mm, nah, bullshit. Doesn't make sense to me. Um. I yeah. think I finally give him a week or two off. Um. Caleb Daniels apparently had a big chance to return this week as well. So... Shaw has been playing off that half-back line, so that'll be a straight swap for me, and um, surely he won't play.
1: Yeah, man. The last one we got is Braden Maynard, Uh, his shoulder, what the fuck, return date? I don't know.
0: Yeah, we'll wait and see, but apparently um, another one that has been managing that shoulder for a little bit now and playing injured, so I think he got a really bad knock to it, bad enough to sub him out, and he's a hard nut, Braden Maynard. He's a a bulldog, so... Mm. um, yeah, obviously a pretty bad one. So I can't see him playing this week. If you jumped on Brayden Maynard for whatever reason, yeah. Anyway,
1: we had trading options this week, we're not going to do fucking break evens and fucking prices and shit like that because most people have either used their trades or they've anyway. You get what I mean. um If you're one of the few people that hasn't used their trades, like Pado, these are for you, big boys. So defense and number one target in my opinion, Pado is Tommy Tommy Stewart for the simple reason being he averages 161 at GMHBABCDEFG stadium and yeah he he's going to be a POD cuz not many not many held him
0: yeah and his scoring has been ridiculous um not just at Geelong um but everywhere but yeah That's just a, yeah. insane so from round 1 he's gone 103 103 104 129 and 97 against north the ball wouldn't have been that much uh, been down there that much um 187 74 113 122 174 a 39 in a game that he got concussed in and subbed out a 95 against west coast where again the ball wouldn't have been down there that much and then a 161 in that game that he king hit someone and should have been suspended mm. for longer so um yeah i don't think there's many guys that will give you a better four-week stretch for the rest of the season um the only thing maybe slightly concerning is he plays west coast in round 23 which will be your super coach grand finals for the leagues um that's probably enough to be a little bit concerned however west coast have been a little bit more um, competitive recently um and sinclair's coming off a really big score against them on sunday yesterday so um, what you think a 117, which is um pretty yeah. good. So um, yeah, I'm I'm using one of my final two trades to bring in Tom Stewart, Don't Um, I've just got to toss up whether it's for Jack Crisp or Jaden Short, and I know for sure I'm gonna choose the wrong person. Um, <laughs> but I think I'll be pretty happy with Tom Stewart in their place, um, unless the one that I keep gets injured. But let's not talk about yeah. that because they're the two guys that don't get injured.
1: Anyway, we'll move on to the next one. Jackie Sinclair. So, Pato's just gone on a ramble about uh, Tommy Stewart. I'm going to do one about Jack Sinclair. Listen to these scores. 100, 114, 116, 130, 135, 113, 112. Then he goes to 85, 83. Then he goes back to 107, 138, 140, 118, 105. Then one time he drops to 79. Then back to 150, 110, 133, and 117. He had three scores this season above. Uh, sorry, below... 100, all the rest above. And he's got that ceiling. He's, his highest so far has been 150. He's cracked 130-odd a few times.
0: He's just solid. Here's, here's my issue with that, Dono. Oh, I knew there'd be an issue. No, maybe not an issue, but I just want to play devil, devil's advocate here. I just want to sit on the other shoulder and just put some facts out for people. So, I think he have four games to go, just like everyone else just like the other yep. 17 teams funnily enough uh so this week he plays hawthorne and hawthorne have been using finn McGuinness as a tagger slash lockdown forward role now jack sinclair had a massive game against hawthorne in round five and i believe they went to tag brad hill instead of sinclair to great uh to great effect as well um, brad hill did fuck all however having a huge game against the hawks last time and with the history of teams locking down on Jack Sinclair. I have a feeling that Finn McGuinness will play a forward role on Jack Sinclair this week. Round 21 is Geelong. Now Geelong likes to do some really weird, funky shit. And, um, I can see them putting a little bit of time into Jack Sinclair. Now, not as much as a Hawthorne will, but just a bit, um, Brisbane, that should be a fine game. Um, he's got 118 against them when they played last time, um, in round 13 so that's fine and then round 23 don't know yep he plays sydney yep and ryan clark went to jack sinclair in round 15 ryan clark was actually a late in um to do this role and that was yeah one of those weird things um for a 79 and you'll be spewing if you bring in jack sinclair at 606000 and you're coming up into your Supercoach league grand final and your opponent might not have Sinclair. They might have Jordan Dawson instead. They might have James Sicily instead. Whatever the matchup is, I just have a feeling he's going to have a stinker in round 20 this week um, and then again in round 23. So he might only average 95 to 100 for the rest of the year is my prediction. Um, I've been wrong many times before. However, that's just how I think this will play out. Um, Part of it's also a little bit of wishful thinking because I haven't owned Jackson Sinclair at all all year, yep. and I'm not going to. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I must caveat <laughs> with that. However, it is an educated um, risk, just like with not owning Andrew Brayshaw at all this year. I have a feeling, and by the way, Brayshaw had an eighty odd against Richmond, and that was supposed to be his one one ten game for the rest of the year. Don't know. Well, we thought more than that, but anyway. We'll get to that but that, yeah. that's that's where I'd be a little bit weary about uh Jack Sinclair but you cannot argue with the huge season that he is having so he might be fine yeah
1: James Sicily is our next one um his his last five yeah his last five have been 87 139 92 114, 97 but he's priced a bit like 40k or so cheaper than Jack Sinclair so'm yeah, I'm, I'm not sold on Sicily. He had that wicked stretch from what round three to round eleven. Insane stretch. Um, but I don't think he's gonna do that
0: again, Pato. Um I'm yeah. I'm not worried about Sicily. This is just what he does. Um, he gives away free kicks. He mm-hmm. he has clangers sometimes because of the pressure. Um and at the end of the day, he's playing fullback. He's playing on the other team's best key forward. So um sometimes. the the job calls for a little bit more of a lockdown. So I'm not too concerned. Um, He plays the Saints this week. I think he should be fine with that. Um, Then plays the Suns, then plays Richmond, um, and they're woeful kicking inside 50. And um, the Dogs as well, who are also pretty woeful going inside forward 50. So um, I'm not worried about Sicily at all. The only thing I'm worried about is him doing something boneheaded and um, getting himself suspended, which is... Mm -hmm. Again, part of owning James Sicily.
1: Yeah. We've got Jordan Dawson next, Pato. Um, Now, there was a rumour going around... Well, I don't even think it was a rumour. I'm pretty sure they said that Jordan Dawson last week was going to play sick. He wasn't actually meant to play. And he got a 93, but these are his last five scores. 134, 144, then it's an 80, 92, and 93. So, is there a bit of concern there for Jordan Dawson, or would you pick him over a James Sicily? Or would you pick... Nah, him he...
0: Week? He shook the best tagger of the year, Dano, and in Gastro. He shook the Gastro, um, which is the hardest tag in the comp. So um no, I, I'm not worried at all. Um, I was expecting a down game. I was I was expecting a 60 odd. I said it in the podcast last week. Um I was expecting a Ryan Clark tag, which did happen. But what they did, they just moved Dawson to to half forward. And Jordan Dawson is good wherever he plays. He's he's that good of a footy player. So mm. um that sort of mitigated nulig- milligated that. And um, they actually went to Brody Smith instead with Clark, but who cares about Brody Smith because no one has Brody Smith. Um, I'm not concerned. I know he's had three scores below 95 for the last three weeks, um, but two of those are against teams that do lock down. And, yeah, again, not concerned in the slightest. Um, he's got Carlton, West Coast, North Melbourne, and Port Adelaide to round out the year. Um, that Port Adelaide matchup is not good. They do lock down on halfbacks. However, um, Dawson's probably played the best of that lot against that team, and that was 123, but I, he was probably playing wing at that time. So take that with a grain of salt. Oh, no, he got that 123 kicking the game winner. So that was a huge scale. I think he got like 35 for, for kicking that game winner after the siren. So um, even that you'd probably say is a down a um, bit of a, a down game. So. No, we'll see how he goes. Um, I'm not worried about Jordan Dawson at all. I think I think they've shown their willingness to sort of throw him forward or on the wing um, to try and shake shake the tag, and he's still going to be fine. So, yeah, not, yep. not concerned.
1: Yep. Sam Doherty's one. By the way, I thought he was over 30 for some reason. Anyway, Sam Doherty's one um, that we've put in here, but these are his last five game scores, Paddo, 91-75, 131-93-73. He's priced a lot cheaper than the others um still just above well, 520 odd k uh, but i'm yeah i think there's better options um uh, but if you are really strapped for cash i guess Sam is for you
0: i i actually really like this for the run home don't i um i know he's not sexy because he has had a few down games um i brought him in for that Geelong score for the 93 and the 73 which which really sucks um mm. but you know it is what it is um i, I i'm not worried about it at all no He's nah. expect he's expected nah. to go below 500,000. Yeah, he junked it up a little bit on the weekend. That's why his score is a little bit lower. Um, he didn't do much, Dano. Um, I kind of what I was in and out of this game um a little bit, but I was getting a bit frustrated. When I mean, he's on about 50 at, at three-quarter time, I thought, fuck, come on. And he had he had 20 odd touches still. So it's not like he didn't get the footy. He just had a few clangers um and just really didn't have much to do against the Giants, don't let's be honest. Um, mm. So I, I think you'd be fine. He had 109 in Dream Team. And um, of Giants, Pato. Yep.
1: Imagine picking this guy up in round 11 at 318,000. Harry Himmelberg. From round 11 onwards, yeah. since, since his uh, little shift. He's gone 126, 187, 95... That 187, fucking hell. 95, 114, 101, 98,
0: 132, and 130. Man's found a home in defence. He sure has. And he's 4K more expensive than Stuart. So if you are looking to make that um, sort of defence sideways trade, it's not really a sideways if you're going crisp or short because it's a, it's an upgrade technically. But... Um, it's not a bad little pod i, th- I think i'd probably prefer to side oh. with a guy fighting for finals rather than himmelberg yeah um yeah. because at the end of the day i mean players won't admit to it but motivations levels do go a little bit up and down when you can't make finals so Sydney will probably put a bit of time into himmelberg actually this week if i'm honest um and frio also do put a bit of forward um tagging pressure on Defenders as well, so I think Himmelberg will get a bit of a bit of a challenge this this week, Dana, and we'll see how he handles it.
1: Yeah, I'm with. Now we're going to move on to midfielders, but some of these guys we talk about every fucking week, Pato. I'm going to skip Oliver. I'm going to skip Neil. I'm going to skip Took, I'm going to skip Steele, and I'm going to skip Merrick because we're talking about them multiple different weeks. Did you skip
0: Lair because you don't have him?
1: No, I was in, I was including lead because there was a few <laughs> tweets today from um, other podcasters funnily enough, saying how they wish that they picked Laird, but they never did, and it's their biggest regret this season. And it's my one of my biggest regrets too. So that's you know why what's... we're going to talk about Laird first.
0: It's it's crazy. His ownership is 19%, which is absurd. And the guy is almost – like he's the new McRae this year. He's the guy that you mm. can put the VC on him, and you know he's going to get 125 every week. He's that good. He's performing that well. You know His crazy? average has gone up to 127, which is nuts. You want to know what's crazier? Yeah. Remember at the start of the season, we we're like, oh, we
1: don't know about his ceiling, but we know he's just going to crack 100 most weeks. He's only had <laughs> we know one, now. one score below 100, and that was his first game at
0: 93. Then this is, was his coming run. this is his run. And that was coming since. off an injury affected preseason, I must add.
1: And this is his run since uh, since straight after this 93. He then went 143, 120, 123, 116, sorry. 123, 142, 105, 118, 136. He then had the buy. 114, 156, 130, 125, 154, 140. Holy fucking shit. Would he, do you reckon he's going to crack 700k this week?
0: Uh, yeah, I'll back him in. His break in was at 108. and I can see him... I mean, it might depend on whether Hewitt plays or not, because Hewitt does play a bit of a defensive role. Um, And yeah. if it's Kennedy matched up on him, I think he could go 140 again, and and all, all of a sudden he's looking at over 700k, and I can't see that going down.
1: Yeah, fucking hell. <laughs> Would you start him next year? Absolutely. You reckon, yeah, prim, primo. I I like him better than McRae now.
0: Oh, yeah, McRae's, yeah, McRae's dropped right off. Um, there's a 100k difference between them, don't I? It's fucked. It's fucked. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's fucked because there's going to be sort of four guys priced very high next year based off their averages. Yeah. And we're not going to be able to start all four because we're not going to have the value that we had at the start of this year. But maybe that's a podcast for the buy round before the finals, don't I? Yeah, 100% agree.
1: Um, The next bike that I want to talk about is Chad Warner. Now, since our wonderful friend Beto was like, oh, yeah, jump on him now. He's playing pretty much sole mid. He's gone 155, 108, 148,
0: 110. Yep, he did it again. 125 round average.
1: Fucking da- Daniel, Daniel, man. Just give us your brain. <laughs> give us your brain, mate. Like, Pato's brain's pretty good, but fucking hell, pretty whipping that out of nowhere. It's Just like, nah, man, eye test has passed. Jump on. 434k he was. He's now 560... 565, good shit.
0: Yeah, I mean, we we mentioned it last week, but he's pushed Callum Mills out of the midfield, which is absurd. And Callum Mills is probably carrying that Achilles, so there's a little bit more to it, I think. Um, but yeah, this, this four-week run is insane. The only thing, Dano, the only thing... Oh, here we go. A certain Sydney legend played VFL on the weekend. Yeah.
1: Oh, JP. And had 30 30- yeah.
0: 38-odd touches and a couple of goals, I think, and was um, best on ground. So JPK, he comes back into the fray, and I don't think Kennedy can play anywhere else. I think he's a midfielder. So we'll see how that plays out, see if he gets named this week. Um, But, yeah, the the Chad is just killing it. I think this is next season watch for me personally. Um, Yeah. But, yeah, we'll see. He could easily go on a run of 110 average for the rest of the year.
1: Yeah, yeah. Got another next season watch as well, potentially with this bloke, um, which is Noah Anderson of the Suns. I was preseason watching him this year, but didn't have the gonads to pick him. Started off okay ish in his first, what, seven games, Paddo? 106, 106, then dropped to just a 55. Then he went 111, then dropped to 78. Then he went to 101.33. Then he had a patch of a six game period where he was just okay. Didn't crack a hundred, but his last four have been 132, 154, 85, 135. Wouldn't bring him in myself, but we've got to discuss him because he's in a good, good run of form. He's only 21 years of
0: age. And I must add, has a great run home. Oh, <laughs> West Coast, Hawthorne, Geelong, North. Now, Geelong obviously oh. is a tough game, but those other three are juicy. Hmm. Yep.
1: Fuck. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, I don't have any The thing left. is they've kind <laughs> quite... <laughs> they have used him in defensive roles and that is a little bit scary. Um, but I guess it's no different to a, a Callum Mills doing a defensive job on someone or you know, Tuke Miller even tagged for a couple of games for the for the Suns. Like Stuart Hughes obviously put the pipe down now, but yeah. <laughs> um yeah, I, I think you can have a really good run home. Um, it's a ballsy trade in though, Dano. I think I think you can do better with the money. Um, yeah, yeah. I think Petrak is a better option for for not much more if you don't yeah. have him.
1: Yep. The yo-yo. Uh, we'll skip rocks. Yeah. Because rocks are fucked.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Fuck the rocks. We'll go to the forward line. Nah, just quickly, oh, yeah. Kervis played full forward, Dano. Yeah. Ivan Soldo was our main ruck on the weekend. Like Blech. the ruck lines cooked. I yeah, the Sean Darcy injury is coming. Jared Witz, he's it's it's coming. There's a rest there or there's something coming mm. that'll just cause chaos. I know I, it. I I feel it in my loins.
1: And for something for <laughs> feel it in my plums, um, <laughs> for next season when we do our preseason watching all that, I I think I think I'm just gonna I'm to be turned off the rucks. I think the the next year might not be the year of the primo ruck anymore. When you got guys like, um, what Sam Draper actually progressing okay, he could make the next step next year. Lukey Jackson could make the next step next year. Like you got all these young rucks coming through, that might just take the mantle off of your gorns and shit. So yeah, but that's sometimes
0: it all just sometimes it all just depends on the role. Like Sam Draper is dual rucking with Andrew Phillips, which isn't great. Um Maybe it'll take a a Paddy Ryder retirement for um, for Ron Marshall, Marshall to be the the Roland you know the not the no miss hit. Um, maybe Curvis if he's going to play injured for the rest of the year and his average will plummet below ninety, maybe he's the guy, the value guy for next year. Yeah, maybe. Um maybe. Yeah, I, it's hard to say, but yeah, if Luke Jackson gets his move to to free no, that's Sean Darcy still there. But anyway.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Well, you'd want Lukey Jackson to go to, like, West Coast or something. But even then, it'll be... nick i <laughs> <laughs> uh, We'll go to the forward line. And, again, I'm going to just fucking brush over the Bulldogs players because fuck them. Bontempelli, yeah, yeah. fucking good. English, okay, he's good. Bailey Smith, fucking good. Libba, fucking amazing. We talk about those four every fucking week and it's disgusting. Um, even Lukey Parker from Sydney, we talk about most weeks. We just not talk about him this week. <laughs> yeah, let's go
0: straight to the the next group, which is actually a really fascinating group.
1: Yeah, there's a few giants in there, and I didn't even put them in there. Um, Cornelio is the first one, Pato, and I know you're all about the cogs.
0: No, uh, we talk about him every week as well. Let's move okay, on.
1: Well, can... well, technically, we started talking about Dylan Moore every week, and we've got him again. <laughs> Yeah. He's relevant though. Fuck it. Let's let's talk.
0: Upcoming. Oh, 100%. 100%. The role's there now. I know he's had probably the three easiest fixtures in a row. In Adelaide, West Coast and North. The last three. Um, but. But. But the CBAs are there. Um, and he's killing it.
1: He's five five games. He's had four over a hundi. Um he's gone 1129 yeah, 1,
0: 124. Amazing. Yeah, 100 percent 100 percent He had 18 CBAs, um, which was second to only John Newcomb who attended 25. So he's mm. getting more CBAs than Tom Mitchell, than Jay Mira. Um, yeah, if if you were if you're worried about the role changing, it's not going to change. Um, looks like he's going to be there in that midfield group for for the rest of the year. So he's not super cheap anymore, um, but there's a lot of forwards that are very up and down, and I think Dylan Moore is a really, really great option. Five-round average of 115 is all you need to know. I can see him maintaining that for the last month.
1: Yep. Timmy Taranto, Pato, going all right. Probably playing, trying to um, showcase himself for Collingwood next season.
0: Yeah, um, another one that was around the ball a lot. Um, now, it had the 14 CBAs, which sounds pretty low, but there weren't many CBAs in the game because mm. um, there were only 20-odd goals scored. So, um, he seemed to be around the ball a lot, even when he wasn't attending those centre bounces. Dana, he was starting forward, but he was around every single bounce around the ground. He was getting his touches in, in the in the back line up forward, like he was following the ball around. So, yeah. Um, one that I kind of wish I did jump on When I said I was going to I kind of remember what I did instead That round, don't know, but who cares um, Yeah Yeah, I think it's great, as you said He's showcasing himself for someone Who that someone is, I don't know Collingwood um, The thing is, he's in 13% of teams So he isn't even a huge POD But he's quite cheap at $478,000 So mm-hmm. the price point is really good Um Yeah, his last month has been great. 111, 109, 85, 113. So, yeah, it's a great option.
1: We'll skip Himmelberg again because we already spoke about him in defense. Fucking DPPs, people. You got fucking Tom Papley on here, Pato, the Pap smear. He's been going all right.
0: Yeah. This is someone that is flying under the radar.
1: Yep, go for it.
0: So price of four hundred ninety nine thousand. He's got a five round average of one hundred and ten. A three round average of one hundred and twenty. He's in less than one percent of teams. He's in one thousand and eighty nine teams. He's
1: mm, got a fucking good five uh, five game run there. Only one yes score 105, by 100. 84, eighty four one twenty
0: eight one hundred six and one twenty seven. And I'm pretty sure from memory that eighty four game, he kicked a bunch of behinds and like five behinds, something crazy like that. So he just had a bunch of clangers. Um, what's crazy is he's had CBAs, mm. which is really weird. Cause everyone knows Papley as the guy who is the forward pocket and one of the best yeah. forward pockets in the comp. Um, he's not getting a, a ton, but he's getting, you know, 10 odd a game. Um, and he has had really big impact in those CBAs. Um, and he's a real confidence player. And when he's up and around the ball like that, he's get his, he gets his tail up, goes forward, kicks goals. Um, and I think with Mills playing the role that he is, um, on the wing, pushing back. Yeah. I feel like it allows a pathway to push forward really aggressively and be that so it's, it's kind of the Dustin Martin role. Now, obviously, um, Obviously, he's no Dustin Martin, but it's that really aggressive midfielder that pushes forward. And um, look again, wheelbarrow nuts. But at four ninety nine, I really like it. Is he four ninety nine? Four ninety nine k on the dot.
1: Oh yeah, nice. I got one that's slightly cheaper here, Pato, at four seventy three k. But again, wheelbarrow nuts. Uh, his last two scores are one twenty one and one forty, and it's uh, your boy Sam Berry from the Crows
0: yeah you saw him on the run sheet and you thought Barry which Barry's a forward like what the yeah, fuck yeah I
1: know I didn't even fucking know I had to look this shit up and I'm like fuck you're not wrong
0: yeah and um I've been watching Adelaide games pretty closely as a Rory Laird owner Dana and I understand why you're not watching Adelaide games because yeah, you're not a Rory Laird owner so I completely understand yep. your position I'm Jordan um, Dawson owner but
1: yeah it's not the same
0: yeah but Jordan Dawson you know is going to get you about 100 every week maybe a little bit more and you don't have to watch him um Anyway, yeah, yeah I, I'll, I'll read out his stats because I read them to you today, Dana. And you're like, "What I, the fuck?" I fucking got an erection from it, and i yeah. Yeah, he had hell. a ridiculous hell. game. So he had 24 touches on the weekend, Dana. This is against the Swans, mind you. This isn't against fucking West Coast or something. Mm. Um, so 24 touches, he had 14 tackles, kicked a, a, a lazy two goals also as well, playing out of the midfield. 20 contested possessions and seven clearances don't know this is this is what we were asking for last year when he was an actual rookie um i was really big on Barry and they played him forward which is frustrating um but he's actually kind of let keys be the third string midfielder which is a little bit crazy to uh (laughs) to think about considering ben keys and the year that he had last year but Barry's in his second year and he's absolutely killing it and he's a tackle machine um, absolutely relentless um, in his tackling. And he had a lazy 140. So the same as what Rory Laird got on the weekend. Um, people are talking about Sam Berry as a starting pick next year. Now, if he gets yeah. forward eligibility, then I can certainly entertain it. But he's not getting forward eligibility, Dana. He's been playing midfield. He's going to be a midfielder.
1: What about all the games earlier on in the season? He's only he's really been
0: playing been mid-
1: midfield. Oh, I thought he was only really sole milled. Mid the last few weeks. No, he picked up mid um, DPP in round six. Okay, there you go. Yeah, he got to be sold mid. Fuck.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but someone that's in one thousand seven hundred ninety teams don't know. So if you're if you're in the spot like um like our listener Ray um who is sitting in third spot at the moment um. I don't know if Barry's your guy because he's a bottom 10 guy, but maybe a Papley could be the guy that gets oh. you the win. It would take Wilbur and out, Stano, but I'd prefer Papley and my team than some of the forwards I've got already.
1: You could put Kitty Coleman down here, have you, Paddy?
0: Yes. Yeah, so missed the game week. with, was it COVID?
1: I think so.
0: Not too sure to be honest. Oh no, Supercoach have the the symbol on him, so let's find out. Where is it? Where's it going? Fuck. Here we go. I'm just
1: gonna quickly go news news article
0: sir. TBA expected recovery time is to be confirmed. Nice. Thanks, Supercoach.
1: Hang on, I've got an injury update here from the Lions. Let's have a freaking look. That's a hamstring injury, mate.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but he's playing this week. They've already said that he's right to go. Are you sure? Are you sure? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay, whatever. I wouldn't you know, I'm not touch yeah, you know, wouldn't touch him now.
0: So it's more because Zorko played forward, don't know.
1: Yeah, but Coleman's coming back from a hamstring injury.
0: Uh... a niggle. A niggle.
1: It said hamstring injury in the Brisbane Lions official article.
0: I'm pretty sure they've already said he's right to go this week. And Daniel Rich is going to be out with concussion.
1: Mm. There's too much doubt. I'd say no. Listeners, I'm not for this one. There's, There's my answer. Fair enough. I'm not for this one. Do you want to keep talking on Kitty Coleman or do you want to go for the next bloke?
0: No, I mean, there is probably better options for a little bit more than what he is, So, including Barry for 5K more. So yeah, I certainly think yeah. Barry is the better option. Mm,
1: yeah. Next, but well, this next
0: guy is the the number one.
1: Well, is he though, Pato. Yeah.
0: It's Rowan Marshall. Yeah.
1: It's Rowan Marshall. And look, well, he's had his first game without Paddy Ryder. And what did he get?
0: 90-odd, 88.
1: He didn't even crack 90. So, oh, but you
0: right. see, Dano, he was sick all week. He almost didn't even get up to play.
1: Yeah, okay. He had
0: 49 hitouts. He had 15 touches. He had six tackles. He gave away five free kicks.
1: Oh, yeah, fuck. Okay. Exclude the... So he did there.
0: everything... He did everything that he you would expect him to do when he's playing the number one rock roll, including way more hit outs than you'd even expect. Um granted it was against fucking Bailey Williams. Yeah. Um (laughs) but I think I think Marshall's still a great option now. Um what's he priced at? Let's let's see. Talk amongst yourselves.
1: Oh he's priced
0: at four fifty one. It's four hundred odd. Four fifty one. So he's even cheaper than um than Coleman. So I forget we even said Coleman. Let's edit that part out, Dana. Nah, <laughs> we're keeping it <laughs> <And>, um, <laughs> in. Oh, no, I'm joking. I'm too I'm joking. lazy
1: for this fucking shit.
0: Yeah, and his run home is actually really good for Rux as well. So he's got Hawthorne, Geelong, Brisbane, and Sydney, which is actually kind of really good. And Geelong are the team that really locked down on Rux. But uh, Reese Stanley is actually out for about a month, know probably Ooh. until the finals. So very, very juicy run home. I can see him going 120 in each of those games. I don't. I can't see 120 in each of those games. But
1: like Hawthorne, I reckon he can go 100. Um, Geelong, if Stanley's not playing, he can potentially spank. But Blitzsavage has been doing pretty good as well. Um, so fucking, yeah. I don't. I don't, I don't reckon he will go as good as people think. Is what
0: I'm getting at. Blitzsavage have been tagging midfielders.
1: Yeah, but if Reece Stanley's out for about a month.
0: They've already talked that they're gonna bring in Segler. Oh yeah, I keep fucking forgetting about Segler. Isn't that crazy? Bringing in Segler against Hawthorne.
1: Oh well, no. Wait, are they playing Hawthorne this week? Oh fuck.
0: Uh wait, no. no. No.
1: No, I was like, what the fuck are you on? Don't mind me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, do you want to have the Bulldogs? <laughs> yeah, I'm tripping. Yeah, you're tripping balls, son. But anyway. anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, that's my <laughs> thoughts on <laughs> Rowan Marshall. Um, I, I think you'd be okay, but not super great. I reckon the be- there's better options available. Um, Timmy Taranto, I don't mind, like we've already previously said. The Sam Berry one is fucking got me intrigued. Like, a lot. Yeah. hmm Fuck, I wish I had more trades.
0: (sighs) That's what they all say, Dano. That's what they all say.
1: Shit times. You know what's worse, Pato? before we go into VC and C options and stuff like that and listen to questions? No, about questions first, but yeah. I didn't use all my boosts this year.
0: Yeah, I think that the move was to um, be really aggressive with those to set up your team. And I, and I feel on. like the the teams that are in that sort of top five hundred to a thousand mark use their boost all went pretty early. hard on their boost to adjust their team and get the guys in, like Sicily when he was still five hundred k odd, and you know your Tom Stewart's and and those sort of guys. But anyway,
1: yeah. And look, we both took different approaches this year with it. I think you went aggressive early with them, didn't you?
0: I was really conservative early, um, and then you had that then... period
1: where you just used them all.
0: Yeah, and I was like, fuck it. Like, I'm going to try and set my team up. But yeah, I just missed a few guys that I should have um, started, like Wits and Sicily. And I, I, yeah. I'm only just bringing in Tom Stewart this week. So i have just, yeah, too far behind the ball. But yeah. I'm yeah. slowly clawing back, don't know.
1: Yeah, yeah. Anyway, we're going to listen to questions. So we don't have many, Pato. We've got fuck all. After last week, we had a, an amazing amount this week, fuck all. Um, so first one was one. No one has any trades left. <laughs> We got Liam on Facebook saying Is Zorko a decent trade-in for Houston to free up some cash to make one final upgrade?
0: Is know. who? Sorry?
1: he wants to. He's asking, is trading in Zorko for Houston okay to free up some cash to make one final upgrade? I don't like the Zorko pick.
0: Oh, I mean, Zorko did go back to his role from last year with a it's... bit of midfield, a bit of forward.
1: But what if he gets injured again?
0: That's the risk. Uh, yeah. Zero CBAs for Dane Zorko.
1: How much is Zorko? How much is he? Uh, wait, no, I'm wrong. Sorry. Zorko. Got to quickly look at The fuck
0: up. is Dane Zorko? Oh, no, I'm in the wrong <laughs> round.
1: The <laughs> fuck is he?
0: No, I was in the oh, wrong whoa, round. Whoa,
1: whoa, whoa. Okay, okay. I, I take this back. I take this back. I didn't realize Dane Zorko was three hundred and sixty-one thousand.
0: And he had nine CBAs on the weekend, playing forward and mid.
1: He could go down in price again. Pato. is he expected to drop another sixteen k? But mm. that's that's because they think he's not going to get his break-even, which is a hundred and three.
0: I think that. he'll get that. He got he got a hundred or this week.
1: He got a hundred and three. Hundred and three. Yeah. <laughs> so. Oh. Uh, now, now the price tag's making me ch- think differently. I thought he was like in the four hundred k range, not three hundred odd. Yeah, I don't mind it. I'm changing my tune. With this, this is live podcasting. Well, not live podcasting, but you get what I mean. That price. We well, we'll aren't tag- recording live. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. um, three hundred sixty-one thousand. Holy shit. You could just have him as your D seven.
0: Yeah, I, I think the question's about bringing him in on field though. Mm.
1: To make one final upgrade, maybe maybe the one. Oh. Oh. I'm gonna I'm gonna sit on the what? fence on that one. If if you're bringing him in to like be that D seven kind of guy, then I don't mind it be a ballsy move playing him on field all the time.
0: Money's obviously an issue. Mm. Houston's four eighty five.
1: A hundred K k and twenty odd K
0: cash grab. Probably depends on what you're gonna do with that one twenty K.
1: Yeah. We need to know more. Need to know more, Pato.
0: Like if you could then use that one twenty K to upgrade a I don't know, a crisp or a short.
1: Or you're a fucking option. <laughs> I'm just or, yeah, saying. Or yeah, you go a
0: cash cow like a Hobbs or a Hoff or someone like that up to a, a 350 400K guy that might explode for the rest of the year.
1: Because Zorko's defensive mid too. You can swing in between the two.
0: Yeah. Zorko's so, 120, okay. 120 more than Hoff. That's crazy.
1: Yeah, it's... Uh... yeah. I could only see him as a, as like what people are doing with, sorry, I hiccuped, with what people are doing with Heaney, swinging him around on the bench. Luke...
0: Yeah, it'd be a perfect cover for Hewitt as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's the only way I'd do it. Yeah, uh, we'll move on to the next question, which is Pantelis who also has two trades left like you, Paddo. He said, is it worth trading out Short and Doherty? I'm thinking of trading back in Vloston and Stewart. See, Paddo's all all for keeping Doherty.
0: Yeah, I nearly fell off my chair when I saw this today, don't I?
1: Well, he's not in the good greatest run of form, the Doc, but...
0: You can't trade Doherty out. Short, I, I can get behind. I'm probably going to trade out Jaden Short this week myself. Yep. If you can get short to to Stewart without doing that other trade, that's great. I'm I'm all for that. I'd be keeping Doherty though. I'd be keeping that one trade for an injury because it's going to happen. There's four weeks to go, mm. and if you think every single one of your primos are going to play for the rest of the year, I think you're a bit delusional. Like, great if they do, that's awesome, and then you can use a luxury up um, a trade in round 23 to secure your yeah. – your cash league final, or your, mm. you know your super coach league final, or whatever, and um, be done with it. So, yeah, I'd be I I'd, I'd be okay with using one trade to get rid of short. I'd be keeping Doherty.
1: Yeah, uh, we'll go on to Twitter now, Paddo. So you had one from
0: Jed. Yeah, I wonder if he actually. Yeah, I I just told him to listen to last week because he was asking about um, some good unique slash PODs to trade in that could give. Him a finals edge Um, We did speak about a few tonight As well Dono Um, But yeah hopefully we've given him enough He didn't give any Any more uh, Information he didn't tell us what Position he's looking for Um, Didn't tell us how much money he's got To spend who he already has Um, So we need a bit more Information next time Mm. Jeddah but Mm.
1: Yeah Uh, I got got one on my Twitter from Scobie Bryant Nathan Scoble I love these write ups with miracles happening this weekend like O'Halloran playing a half decent game for a spud and Billy Elliott sinking the clown bombers what miracle would you want more which is for me Dimmer getting sacked because he's ruined Richmond since ruining his marriage (laughs) or Clarko to GWS (laughs) fuck he comes up with some rippers I think that's for both of us
0: Oh, he's definitely trying to get a bite from both of us.
1: Well, I'd I'd prefer Clarko to GWS, and that that would be a miracle. (laughs) The Dimmer getting sacked. Do you want Dimmer sacked?
0: No, no way. No way, he hasn't ruined Richmond at all. Fucking boneheads on the field have ruined Richmond. Like, there's nothing wrong with the game plan. We know it holds up. We've won three flags in recent years with this game style. Um we're a little bit aged. We're a bit bit on the slower side and we relied on that pace. We'll go through a little bit of a mini rebuild. I'm really hoping it is with Dimmer on board. Um yeah did you hear about the VFL story on the weekend Dana?
1: Yeah. Given he had a crack the at one of the,
0: the yeah. um one of the opponents um because he King hit um Ryan Mansell off the ball and pretty much called him out for being a, a fucking he, well, I can't remember the exact getting words. getting investigated for it. And pretty, yeah, he pretty much said, come here and show me how tough you are now. Like, just pretty much called him a weak, weak as piss and whatnot. And Richmond and he were asked to comment, weak, and they said, we've got nothing to add. Fucking, like, he was yeah, sticking up for a young player.
1: Yeah, I think it was like a weak-ass fucking prick or something like that.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, sticking up for one of his young players. Ryan was one of the toughest players in the whole Richmond list, and he's played BFL.
1: All right, here we go. we got a breaking news here, Pato, From AFL Ooh, Supercoach YouTube content creator, Supercoach with DR. He said, Supercoach Community oh, Service yeah. Announcement. He will be trading out Jaden Short this week, so highly advise that you keep on to him and a 120 plus, 125 plus game is incoming. <laughs> Everyone he trades out ends up going <laughs> good. <laughs>
0: Yeah, um, Dr is brilliant, by the way, Don. I don't know if you've seen any of his stuff or whatever, but um, yeah, spends a, invests a lot of time to to help out the Supercoach community and and seems like a top bloke as well. He's really active on his uh, on his Twitter feed and um, yeah yeah really really good guy to to follow on Instagram and uh, not Instagram, fucking Twitter and YouTube and Snapchat or whatever whatever you want to follow him on. Um, that was just a joke. I do know what, so, uh, what Snapchat is, um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, uh, interesting. So I might go crisp out instead.
1: Well, is that um, an unstoppable force meets a immovable object? You and Dr. Trade out one trades out short, the other one trades out crisp. And they both yeah. One of us will be happy. One of us will be. They, both kill, will be- <laughs> they
0: both kill it. <laughs> I mean, then we're both happy.
1: I'd be happy if they both killed it and you guys traded them out.
0: <laughs> See, I still get the feeling that Richmond could tinker with the, the team set up and Short could still move back. I Just the way things are going.
1: Yeah. Oh, anyway, we're not called the Super Coach co-captains for nothing. Every week we give you guys VC and C options to set your teams apart from the rest. We had a pretty good strike rate last week, except for my VC option in Petrarca, but my C in uh, steel came through, Paddo. Yeah, yours went all right, too. Did yeah. I
0: talk you into Petrarca?
1: Yeah, you talked me into Petrarca as a VC. Yeah. Oh,
0: sorry, mate.
1: No, but I took the C of Steel, who was my C the whole time. Yeah. I said it was the biggest lock. Happy days. It. So. Yeah, I ended, ended up I- going
0: with lead VC, and I took it.
1: Yeah, oh, I was happy. Steel Steel was fucking awesome. Anyway, Friday night's game at Optus Stadium, 8, 10 p.m., Dockers versus the D's. Very intriguing matchup, this one, Pato.
0: Very. This should be a great game.
1: Very, very intriguing indeed. Oh, like fucking demons. I don't know what the fuck's going on with them. I thought when they had Petty and what fucking May and Lever all in the same defense, I thought they'd win. They didn't. <laughs> anyway. Who you got in this one? Because Melksham
0: played. Just ask Stephen May. Who you got in this one? Uh, I really like Clary to have a big game. Um, Averages 119 against the Dockers. Uh, Not a super high average over in Perth, though, so keep that in mind. Um, But, yeah, I, I, I see Oliver bouncing back to his big 130, 140 game. So... Can mm. definitely think of worse guys to chuck a VC on for a Friday night game.
1: Yeah, I don't really like anyone else. Not even a Sean Darcy, even though he went big against Gorn. Yeah, Larkin, I, right kind of yeah I kind of agree. Yeah,
0: I kind of agree. I think Darcy and, and Gorn might nullify themselves. Mm. Um, Oliver could get off the chain. I mean, Brayshaw could get off the chain, but I just get the feeling that they will send a, a vine into him or a, um, even that guy that oh, who's the tagger for melbourne who, who cares who gives a shit um <laughs> but yeah he had just 100 he had just 100 against him in uh, earlier on in the year so i i agree oliver's the only option here and even then like i think there's way better vc and c options later on in the round so i'd almost just be inclined to let this game play out chuck your feet up and and watch the game with a couple of beers because i think it's well, going to be a really good game
1: there's two real big c options on the sunday um We'll go to Saturday now. Collingwood versus Port Adelaide at the MCG at 1.45pm. Pato. Again, don't really like anyone in this game.
0: Uh, I like Wines. Um, Collingwood do give up big points to midfielders, so I, I think Ollie Wines might have a, a, a large game at 485000 by the way, mind you. Gamble responsibly.
1: Did, um, did um, our good mate who's sitting in third, did he end up trading out Wines? I to be honest. Because I've noticed he used one trade when we said not to use any trades. But I don't know who he traded out. And I know he had Wines and, I think, Crips.
0: He's still got Wines.
1: Well, I hope for his sake this week, Wines goes big for him. He's still got Crips, too. Who the fuck did he trade?
0: <laughs> Maybe Hewitt.
1: Does he not have Hewitt
0: anymore? No. Oh.
1: He mustn't have had any defence um, coverage, anyway. Port Adelaide. He yeah, does. He has football. where? Where?
0: That's the weird thing.
1: <clears>
0: hmm. <throat> maybe, maybe he just felt the pressure and, and swung the swung the axe.
1: Maybe. Maybe.
0: Although, maybe he also had to make the decision early because that Sydney game was on Sunday. Was it, Dana? Uh, fuck. Um, yeah, it was on uh, Sunday. So maybe he had to make the decision before then.
1: The Sydney game? I mean, the Carlton game.
0: Sorry, the GWS game.
1: Yeah. GWS, Carlton. Yep, cool.
0: Uh, They played um, in the same game on a Sunday.
1: Yep, okay. Uh, We'll move on to the next game, which is Sydney versus Giants, because I didn't really like anyone in the Collingwood Port game and you said once. Sydney Giants, SCG, 2.10pm.
0: Who you got? Uh... What well, was it? Sydney Giants.
1: Yep. At the SCG, Callum Mills. Warner. Like, I, I, whoa. <laughs> whoa. I don't mind it. Yeah. I feel it's like Luke Parker is going to destroy the Giants. I don't know why.
0: Yeah. I mean, if Crips can get one in against them, then I could see Parker going bigger than that.
1: And I feel like if Parker does it, he's going to score a couple of goals as well and fucking, yeah.
0: You know probably due a... for a big game like that. You know,
1: you know who's a fucking tasty VC in this one? Harry Himmelberg.
0: No way. Fuck yes. Mate, fuck we just talked yes. about this. He's going to get locked down by, um, by fucking, what's his face? Ryan no. Clark. Nah, fuck it.
1: Harry Himmelberg, Danes Gale VC. I don't have him in my team, though. I wish I
0: did. Anyway, no, I don't like that, for the record.
1: Hang on, hang on, hang on. What's the height difference between him and Ryan Clark?
0: <laughs> Probably a lot.
1: I reckon it's actually... So, Ryan Clark's 1.86, okay. Okay. Harry Himmelberg. Height. I think he's like 190 odd. One, 194 centimeters.
0: Eight centimeters. <laughs> it's not that
1: much. Oh, but when you Harry's think that Jacob.
0: Big leap, mate. Yeah, but you think that Jacob Townsend had some really big lockdown roles on guys like Jake Lever in that grand final that was a pretty good game, Dano, and, and some other big jobs like that? No, I'm, uh,
1: I'm going to say, Harry Himmelberg, you'll get con- contested marks over the shorter Clark.
0: I'm gonna say that's not gonna happen and let's roll with the Chad.
1: Okay. Okay. We'll move on to St Kilda versus Hawthorne. Steele, Daisy, Sinclair, potentially. I yep. do I don't know. No, Steel. Steele. Steele's the guy. Man of Steel. Yep, yeah. No. Don't don't want Yeah, Cicely it's gonna to be tough. Like
0: it's gonna to be tough not owning him for the rest of the year.
1: uh Sicily? Or just steal.
0: Um. I mean, possibly. I don't. I, I think you just take whatever Sicily gets. I don't think you can be a same. I don't think he's shown that he has that regular higher game. So I think I think you just go with steal.
1: Yeah, go okay, steal. Um. Geelong versus Western Bulldogs at GMHBA BCDEFG Stadium at seven twenty-five PM on the Saturday. Stuart next. One hundred and sixty-one average at GMHBA. What the fuck. That's hectic shit. Yeah, if you're a Stewart owner, fucking VC the shit out of him. The shit. Um, If you're not a Tom Stewart owner, though, the bont has been hitting his straps, Paddy.
0: I must add also that the 39 that Stewart scored against the Dogs in round 12 was a concussion game, and he was on 39 a little bit after quarter time. So just saying.
1: The Bond, maybe as an alternative.
0: Uh I can see Blitzav's going to the Bond.
1: Yeah, okay. That's fair.
0: And I think, yeah, Bond might have a lower game, but that might allow him McCrae to get off the chain. I don't mind Tim English in this either for the matchup.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, true. Uh we'll go to the next game. Adelaide Oval, Adelaide Crows versus Carlton. Laird. Led. <laughs> Laird,
0: Laird Cripps. Keys.
1: No. His third string now. What did he score? as third string. I feel like he still went really well.
0: Like one hundred and four.
1: Have a look. Have look. He scored one hundred and eleven.
0: Last time Patrick Cripps played against Adelaide, he scored one hundred and fifty-one. Whoa. Whoa. Will make a lot of people that traded him out very frustrated. I
1: want to know how much did Sam Walsh get against the Crows? Like his history. You would
0: not back him with that ankle, would you? You'd want to see. I don't, I
1: don't think it was that bad. He fucking looked fine when he came back on. He ended up tearing, like he was just running everywhere. It can't be that bad.
0: I guess we'll see.
1: I want to see what he, what he scored last time. It's making me log into Supercoach. Disgusting. <laughs> my my internet woes are already bad, Pat. <laughs> it's taking an eternity. I'll fucking move on. I'll move on. <laughs> Sunday. Okay, here's where we get the fucking amazing Captain Games. First one yep. we've got at Metricon is the Gold Coast Suns versus the West Coast Eagles. Fucking took Yep. Took, took chugger, chugger, big red
0: car. Yeah, and depending on the Nick Nat situation, I do also like Jared Witz. Yeah? If Nick Nat doesn't play.
1: Yeah, okay.
0: True, true. But Took's the one. If you have Took, Took's going to be my VC. Really? VC,
1: yeah. VC? Fuck. Yep. I'm just about to find out what Walsh has scored <laughs> I guess Oh, he's finally <laughs> logged in, ladies and it's, gentlemen. It's one of, and it's fucking pass. Uh- <laughs> 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 After all that waiting, it isn't good at all. Lovely. Oh, uh, shit. I'll move on to Richmond versus Brisbane. You can't go fucking past Locky Neal.
0: Yeah, Lockerty Lock.
1: No oh, fucking hell.
0: Jesus so I'm Christ. I'm going to this game, and um, yeah, I'll be. On the train, definitely keeping it solid.
1: How are Richmond? No, Jeremy Howe
0: plays for Collingwood, mate.
1: How are Richmond famous? Uh, famous favorites.
0: Because it's at the G. Oh. Yeah, but Brisbane shit. at
1: the G as well. The Gabba. That's actually the yeah. G.
0: Very funny. Anyway, yeah, no, Lucky Neil. Um,
1: yeah, Lucky Neil. Huge. What do you do?
0: What do you, uh, he had 107 last time they played, um, but that was last year. So, what about Hughes's was... luggage?
1: yeah, tasty 121, 116, 114 are his last three against them. He really likes Richmond. Fuck,
0: yeah, it could be a decent shout, yeah, for the 47 teams that have him. <laughs>
1: True, true. I'll um, we'll move on to the last game, which is Essendon versus North. North can't go past. Me. So
0: I should have put this in the injury um, list. Don't know, but there's four players that from North that have had COVID um, today.
1: Who gives a shit?
0: Um, well, is one people LB that have who? Uh, people have that have Todd Goldstein or Davis Uniac or oh fuck off Aaron Hall. Um, might be a little bit nervous because. Oh,
1: okay. I thought you said they were the four, ones. to
0: So, nah, four on a Monday can definitely turn into 10, 11, 12, 13 by Sunday. So, it might be a little bit like that Brisbane game a few weeks ago, Dano, where they had like 10 guys out and you find out the morning off. So, I'm glad I don't have any North players in my team, Dano. So, I'm clear. Um, no, there's only two that have been named so far. One of them is Callum Coleman Jones. So, his move to North is still haunting him because he's got COVID from them. And um, the other one was... Oh, who's the other one? I can't remember, but it wasn't anyone relevant. Okay. Yep. But the other two names weren't released, so... Anyway, Zach Merritt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you got to watch out for Jai Simpkin, who himself got tagged last week, interestingly. Um, yeah, because
1: he was playing in fucking um, Tassie, which is his natural hunting ground.
0: Yeah, and got 30-odd. So 26.
1: Fuck. You had to get tagged, man. It's what you've got to do. You don't want fucking Simpkin running off the chain in his natural habitat.
0: True. Yeah. True. Um,
1: yeah, I can't... It's just merit.
0: Oh, yeah, merit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Can I just point it out... in I unbelievable was... form. Yes,
1: my, you can. My D6 at the moment is Josh Dunkley.
0: So that's, broke, that's impressive F6, to get him into F6, your back shut line. Shut the
1: fuck up! I, as soon as I said D six, I was like, Oh, he's gonna fucking have a go." Like F six, sorry, is <laughs> Josh stuckly. I was like, oh, "Yeah, he's shit. been
0: terrible." Yeah, he's. Um, I actually slid hope slid right off. I actually kind of hope he does spud for the rest of the year, and then he'll get his trade to wherever Essendon. next year and.
1: Essendon, again, he was trying to get there last time.
0: Yeah, but apparently they're going in for Isaac Rankin, so I don't know if they're going to have the cap space for Dunkley. You
1: know who could fucking get Dunkley? Richmond. Oh, well, the Giants are doing this mass exit fucking shit, and it's not because of salary cap. It's because, well, partly salary cap, but partly because others want to fucking go elsewhere.
0: Because all of the salary cap is being used on Josh Kelly and Lockie Whitfield and Stephen Caniglio.
1: I it wouldn't surprise me if, let's say, they released a Hopper, Toronto Brune, and somehow managed to land Dunks. Is Dunks out of con, like out of contract? Yeah. Yeah. So free agency. Yeah. Okay. Ah. Interesting. Uh, and and
0: I get the sense that he's had that conversation with the Western Bulldogs, and maybe that's why they've thrown him a little bit more forward because. Ah. Like he's still good enough to be playing but why would you play him in the midfield when he's not going to be around next year
1: well you want to win a flag
0: of course yeah but if they make the finals then you throw him in the midfield like that's okay Uh,
1: anyway got anything else to say Pato
0: go Tigers that was fucking shit
1: that's better (laughs) (laughs) so what's your Twitter handle
0: at C.
1: Mine is at D-A-N-E-O-S-C-C-C. Um Give us a fucking like on Facebook too, people. I actually forget to plug Facebook every week. Um, so if you look up Supercoach Co-Captains on Facebook, you'll find us there. Chuck us a like. Fucking get involved on our socials, whatnot. Fucking brilliant. Anyway, from us and the Supercoach Co-Captains, I'm Dano. And I'm Paddo. And this is us signing... The fuck off. He's not going to talk about t- punching in far boxes this week, people. Can if you like. Fuck no.